and welcome to Sinful Sarah's Horror Menagerie. I'm your host, Sarah Sin, tackling horror movies, peeling back the layers, and taking a deeper dive into them. Again on the show, I don't just discuss my love of horror movies. I like to bring in the aspect and perspective of horror in history, how horror movies tend to reflect society's fears. And since I am a psychology major, I like to bring this aspect and perspective in as well and see how the horror movie I'm focusing on reflects psychology and mental health in any way. So today, um, the show's going to be a little different, and I will explain why in just a minute. I'm still covering movies that have to do with Irish folklore for my theme of Beware of Irish Folklore and an Irish Redhead too. So the movie I will be covering today is 2009's Wakewood, directed by David Keating, starring Aidan Gillen as Patrick, Eva Versatile as Louise, sorry if I said that wrong, Timothy Spall as Arthur, Ella Conley as Alice, Ruth McCabe as Peggy, Brian Gleason as Mick, and Amelia Crowley as Mary. So for horror and history, I think um, a lot of this movie, um, there's a lot actually going on within this movie. So you got like the idea of like trying to start fresh, but at the same time kind of running away from your problems. The parents in this movie are grieving the loss of a loved one. And I think a part of them are moving to this new place called Wakewood because they think they can start fresh here, but in actuality, they're trying to run away from the problem, which is not facing the fact that they lost this person kind of idea. Definitely, I think it talks about and reflects on messing with the laws of nature. Like um, when we learn more about and talk more about this ritual that goes on with it, the ritual is actually very kind in nature, I guess what I want to say. There's no really malicious intent in it. There's no real manipulation involved. It really is just a thing about rebirth. And, but it's the parents who do not abide by the rules in this movie. So that's kind of the aspect of like messing with the laws of nature by not respecting the rules of the ritual. Obviously, there's the idea of like hope for life after death because that's what the ritual is. It's called the ritual of the return. So it is dealing with the whole idea of life after death, being able to see a loved one for a few days after they have died. And then, of course, it's, you know, talking about Irish folklore and Irish rituals and things like that. So there's a lot going on with this movie that actually reflects a lot of history, you know, the horror history aspect. So moving on, psychology, mental health, we got guilt, grief, mourning a loved one, repairing loss, like trying to repair that loss you feel of losing that loved one, a broken family structure, there's symbolism for birth and rebirth, and there's, you know, consequences to your actions kind of idea. Okay, so as I mentioned before, um, today's show is going to be a little different, and that's because I have another guest on my show, which is my friend Jeff Whitmire. Did I say that right? You did, yes. Okay, yeah. yay! Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys probably know him as, and I'm, I'm hoping I'm getting this right, the Weird Al of horror movie parody songs? Yeah, well, yeah, that works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's kind of what I, I consider you. You make those fun parody yeah. songs about all the horror movies we love and all those kind of right. things. And that's what Weird Al does. And Weird Al's cool. So, yeah. So, okay. So, I was going to ask you three questions to start and then we can do- totally dive into the movie. But okay. I wanted right. you to definitely like tell everyone a little bit about yourself and then talk about why you love horror movies, obviously, because this show is all about horror movies. Okay. And then I'd love to hear like, why you actually chose to do the movie we're doing today, which is Wakewood. So if there's a specific okay. reason why you like that movie. So, and definitely talk as much as you want. The one thing I like about having guests on my show is I don't mind giving you guys the reins on the show because people listen to me talk all the time on and on for 45 minutes. <laughs> I don't mind you guys talking as much as you want. So please just 
talk about yourself, why you love horror movies, and why you wanted to do Wakewood, and then we can dive okay. into the movie. I didn't know there was going to be a pop quiz. Oh my! Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, all good. <laughs> all good. Um, yeah. So uh, my name is Jeff Whitmire um, from Pennsylvania, um, and uh, a huge horror fan. Um, I'm also a musician, like like Sarah was saying. Uh, and and over the last the course of the last I, I would say two years, I've been doing primarily um, horror songs, horror comedy songs. I mm-hmm. did a couple originals. Uh, like Hey Joe Bob was about last drive-in and and uh, awesome. um, my Friday, Friday the Thirteenth song and <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, a lot of parodies. I'm currently working on one that Sarah will probably really like right now. <gasps> yeah, yeah, it's about a movie. <laughs> a movie I love. It's about, it's about that movie. Yes. Yay! Oh my gosh! Oh, so that's, so- that's what I'm working on right now. That's what I'm working on right now. Um, been keeping it mostly hush hush, but dropping little hints here and there. But yeah, it's it's about that movie. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm working on right now. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, those are my two biggest loves are are horror and and music and have been since I was a kid. And I think I saw my first horror movie probably when I was like probably five or six years old, and it was uh, Halloween was the first one. Oh, the '78 cool. Halloween was the first one. And I've just been a Halloween fan or, or a horror fan ever since. Um, I love the escapism of it. I love um, how how diverse and varied the genre is. I mean, you could have full-on uh, slasher films or you can have slow burn psychological films. And, and I just love more cheesy shark films. And I just <laughs> I love, which is one of my favorites. And, uh, but you could just... Uh, it's just it's just great escapism. I'm just telling you, I think and and fans of horror I think are are just some of the the best people. Um, yes. Um, we're we're outcasts. We're weird, but it's just uh, I think that brings us together. And I just love horror. Um, but yeah, I'm from Pennsylvania, uh, married with five kids, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I love getting to cons. And <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> um, that's just uh, I guess. A little about me. Um, why did I pick Wakewood? Is uh, I knew that Sarah was doing a month of Irish folklore, and we'll definitely get into this. But Wakewood, I think, to be covers a theme. It's it's not a fun theme. It's 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 a dark theme, but it's it's one that I think I like seeing explored, and that's the idea of grief and loss and how far people are willing to go to. Uh, to get even just a little catharsis from that and um you know playing off the ideas of the um the folk idea the isolation the um the the weird kind of uh rituals and everything but yeah i think you know we've seen movies do this before obviously pet cemetery is a big one we can get into that but um i think wake i think wakewood does it really well and on so many levels and it's just it's just one it's just one that resonates with me a lot yeah I definitely can agree with that because, you know, I, as you said, with grief and loss and I think also some guilt in there because, you know, as yeah. we know, and in my, again, in my show, we do spoilers. I don't even put spoiler war- uh, warnings because okay. I just talk about whatever we want. Most people know that. So most people do know to watch the movie before my show. So I, think I never spoil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the one thing it is, is like, I think there's definitely some guilt in there too. That is a big aspect I was thinking of was guilt 
and grief because yeah. not only did this parents lose their child, which is one is a parent's worst nightmare, as we both know right. as parents, is yeah. the worst right. nightmare you can ever have is losing a child. But that they didn't, they weren't there in time to save her. And the father is a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. So he does have, in a sense, he knows some kind of medical training, medical background, yep. and he wasn't even there, even there to save his own child. Therefore, right. there's that guilt that lingers in the background. And that was actually we can jump right in there because that was like the first note I wrote out was like, it's a big movie about guilt and grief. Yeah. Like it's okay. that combination and like how far you will go, as you said, to bring back a loved one, because I, as much as I would love to say, I wouldn't do what Lewis Creed did in pet cemetery, but if it meant bringing my child back, I probably would. If, even if that glimmer of hope that you could have your kid back, knowing it's not going to be your kid, I'm still going to do it. And this brings me before I'll jump in. It's actually something I was thinking about lately was zombie apocalypse. Would I be able to kill my kid if I knew she got bit by a zombie? Probably Ooh, not. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's still yeah, it, question, because yeah. in the back of your head, it's still your child. So this movie mm-hmm. definitely touches on that whole idea of like, is it right to do this? You know, but how far would you go as a parent? And especially for them, it's an untimely death. Therefore, did they even get a real proper goodbye? So here's a proper goodbye for them. So right. that was well, and I think the nice twist on Lakewood is um, whereas with Pet Cemetery, there's not a lot of rules there. Um, yeah. um, he's basically told you're gonna you're gonna bury your son in the cemetery, you're gonna get him back. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much uh, a, a lot of the gist of it. Whereas in Lakewood, they're told you get three days. Yes. And I think that's unique too, that you're basically yeah. being told this is like three days of closure. Yes. If you follow all the rules, you will get your daughter back for three days, um, yes. which I think is heartbreaking, too, because you know that you're going to say goodbye again. Yes. Right. Uh, but, but at least you get to say goodbye in a proper way. Right. That was, and you know what? That was another thing. We can, sorry. I'm always bouncing back and forth, as you realize. That okay. was another thing I was thinking about, too. And we can jump back to the guilt and grief. Was, that was something I liked about the ritual itself was it didn't seem malicious or have evil intent behind it there was nothing in it that made me think this is not a good idea it was very specific like as you watch the ritual there's very specific aspects like you have to have a a fresh cadaver you have to break was it crush the thorax break the spinal cord Mm -hmm. have a relic of the person and then it's basically like they're being reborn they turn the was it the corpse into like they use yeah they use another corpse you have to use a corpse from somebody else and right So it's just that whole idea, but there's no evil intent behind it. And it's the parents who break the rules. You know, they're the ones, and I get it. I get it where they're coming from. But at the same time, they are the ones who break the rules. The rules are very specific. You get three days. You can't leave with the child or the dead one. You can't leave afterwards. And like I said, I don't feel like there's anything really evil behind it. It's a very, I guess, kind ritual to give you Mm -hmm. as the guy. I think Arthur even says it's like it gives you that closure you need. Right. to give that proper goodbye mm-hmm. and then in the end it's the parents who break the rules and they have to suffer the consequences at the end for what happened there again it brings in that question yeah. um you know are you willing not only to do this to go through this knowing that as arthur says there there could be consequences are you also willing to follow the, follow the rules which we know you know the family didn't the parents exactly. didn't there was a time frame for when this ritual could be done and and alice had been dead well past that yes um but they were still willing to take the chance and you could almost say there's a little bit of a like a uh, it's 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 tough i think for this movie when you talk about it because it's something that nobody wants to think about the death of a child and what you're willing to do um 
would the parents have still have lied if they knew what the consequences were going to be right. for everybody else? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Because you know? the girl comes back and she's not yeah. who she's supposed to be. She goes on a spree. Is what yeah. She does. <laughs> yeah, she does. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. It, it, but again, it's like I said, like we go back to the guilt and grief. It's that guilt and grief of like, we lost our child. We couldn't save her you know, but we want, we want to see her no matter what. So let's just lie. Cause probably in the back of their mind, they're thinking what really could happen if we lie and we're off by a couple of months? Right. Like, is there really yeah. any, what's, what's the worst that can yeah, happen? Yeah. What's the worst yeah. that can happen? <laughs> well, your daughter goes on a killing spree. That's oh, kind of what happens. For sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just a little thing, you know? Yeah. But that's um, what I like. Yeah. And well, I like kind of the rule too, that they, can't and obviously this becomes a big plot point at the end but that they can't go past the Wakewood limits either yes. so um you're pretty much indoctrinated and then in a way it almost seemed like Arthur which I I love um uh Timothy Spall as yes. Arthur in this movie I think he's fantastic um great great little arc to where he has to become confrontational when he knows the rules were broken but right um but that idea that because uh um, the mom had seen the ritual in Wakewood. It was basically a quid pro quo. It was like, because you saw this, yeah. we're going to ask you not to talk about it, but in return, we'll give you your daughter back for three days. Right. So I do, I do love the plot structure of this film because I think it's all very well entwined. And with, you know, not just the grief, but um, the whole isolation of the town and the community and why they do this. And um, I think I saw somewhere someone said, and also why they never learn, because we know at the end of all this, they do it again. So. Yes. Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. I actually <laughs> liked Arthur as a character too. He was, again, there was no, like, you can tell when he's offering the, like, I can bring your daughter back, but it's for three days. There's heart behind it. There's not like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't see, I didn't see it as him being like, ooh, we get to keep them in our town. Yay. It was more of like, I can give you this closure, but in return, mm-hmm you do have to stay in Wakewood. That's all we ask is yeah. that you stay in Wakewood, which is why, again, I'm like a lot of these rituals, there's usually like evil intent behind it. Right. Or some maliciousness, there's manipulation behind it. And I didn't see any of that with Arthur's character when he's explaining yeah. everything. Every You movie. bring up a good point. And nobody in town, nobody in town, I think, I think they just had this whole compassionate side where um, when they were telling her how Alice would have to be taken back on the third day, yeah. um, the neighbor, the, the person that came was showing the, the, the device that they would use She's like, she's going to fight. You might have to do this. Like, even her character seemed compassionate. Like, we're just giving you something you want. Just stick to the rules. You know? Yeah. Oh, character, uh, Mary. Yeah, because in the beginning, yeah, Mary, Mary, she, right. brought her, yeah. she had brought her daughter back. Was it Deidre? And mm-hmm. she claimed right. it's her niece, but it, you find out it's her daughter. Yep. And that yeah. she had just barely. So she had been her. through it. She knew. Yeah. And it was like the, the, the motives behind the townspeople never seem malicious in this film. And I love that. That's like, what, we're yeah, gonna so, give this to you yeah that's what i liked about it too there was no manipulation there was no there was just cut mm-hmm. and dry this is how we're gonna do it which is why then i said like you know it is in the end they did break the rules there are consequences to the rules you know not that i like seeing people get their comeuppance because they were nice people they were doing probably yeah. the same thing i would have done but then at the very end it's like patrick still doesn't learn like, no you're nope. watching the ending and you're just like, dude, did you not learn the first time around? Like, do you really think you're yeah. going to get away with this? Like, this is not going to happen the way you're going to want it. So it's like it's coming full circle. It's like, here we go again. Patrick mm-hmm. didn't learn from the first time around. Now he's right. going to try to bend the rules to his 
whim so he can get his way. And we know with that complication that his wife is pregnant too. So how does that play into it as well? And yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, well, cause yeah, at the end you see him looking at the instruments and you're like, he's going to take that baby out of her on the third day. You know, so what's going to happen? Is that going to become an evil baby? And like kill everyone? Or does he really think that? I guess it, yeah, I guess it's up in the air, but you kind of think it has to be because Louise couldn't have kids. That's one of the big plot points of this is that after Alice, she couldn't have kids. That was another big, part yes. of the whole three days and then <clears throat> during the three days that alice is back she gets pregnant right um so something supernatural happened there too, yes. so. <laughs> yeah and he's still gonna try to like again bend the rules and go around it and yep. do all these yep. different things and it's just like oh patrick you just don't learn do yeah you? and yeah. i don't and i really feel bad because i don't think louise in the end should have been dragged into the ground i kind of felt bad because she just wanted she is the one who in the end does get alice back to the ground she is right. the one who finally decides i'm gonna follow the rules she tricks, she tricks alice and, and yeah, brings her the past wind the, turbines yeah. gets mm-hmm. her back down but yet she's the one who gets completely punished when patrick still at the end is still during that whole period is trying to bend the rules and break the rules and trying to get alice back and trying to get all these things and he's the one still yeah but then she's the one who gets pulled in the ground. And I was kind of heartbroken because I was like, man, she finally turned around. She finally was like, no. And I after that speech play. too, after the story like that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, then she's the one who gets yep. Yep. pulled in. And then Patrick survives and doesn't learn in the end. Right. He does the ritual again with Louise, who's now pregnant. So I'm guessing he must have waited nine months before he decided to have her rebirth just so right. he can take the baby. I'm guessing at the end of the, three days thinking well at least oh, he followed time. that rule he followed that one rule so right. at least he got the right, time yeah. frame down <laughs> yeah he did that so let's give him that so <laughs> yeah oh my gosh i'm sorry so i was gonna also talk about the ritual itself because i okay. was actually really um i liked it like i like how specific yeah. it was I, I was like watching it and like writing down every single part that they do because mm-hmm. it's so specific they're like they had to ask those questions. They had that weird like abacus thing when they right. ask the questions and he's putting all this stuff in. Like the screening yeah. tool. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, the screening yeah. tool. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I want to say it's called an abacus. I really don't know what it's called. But then he asked all I would, Yeah. It looked like an abacus. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I don't know. Spooky abacus or something. A spooky abacus. <laughs> and then he asked all those questions and then he, he even says like, they're brought back for three days. Alice must stay in Wakewood. It's a physical necessity and they have to be dead for a year or less in order for this to work. And then mm-hmm. the one thing I did like was, and I had to write this quote down. He was like, cause Patrick says, well, why only three days? And Arthur's like, we tapped the life. What does it say? We tapped the life of a fresh cadaver. Three days is all we get. And he says, I think it mirrors the stages of existence, which is birth, life, and death. Mm-hmm. So that was right. something I really, I, I enjoyed was that whole aspect. That makes sense to me. That actually makes sense for the three days. Cause sometimes a lot of movies don't like to explain things. They just do things. And yep. this one at least was like, okay, we're choosing three days, but this is why, because mm-hmm. in, cause it would make sense if it's going to involve the laws of nature. That is a lot of things that happen right. in nature is like that first three. day is the birth. The middle day is life. And then the ending then day the is last, death. Yeah. yeah. So it's the yeah. three days, it's the three stages of life. So that was definitely something I really enjoyed about the ritual. And then the ritual itself is like I said, just crazy with all the different things they do and i the only question was what do they put on the dead body before they burn it was that manure or mud or is it both i don't know i i don't know i could see it being both because livestock plays a huge role in this movie too so i could see manure being the thing because okay. there's definitely that big proponent with the animals and livestock it's a common theme in this one 
Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if it was manure, you know. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, because things, I mean, it would make sense because things grow out of manure. Like, manure is actually yeah, a great fertilizer, right. so it would it's, make sense. Along with that was the whole idea. He was like, we need life, living blood. He's like, female is better. And I was like, well, yeah, because, it, again, in nature, we're the, the ones who give life. Yeah, We right. are the ones who give life. I, yes, I understand. It takes two to tangle. But in the end, we are the ones who actually give birth. We are the ones who give right. life. So it makes sense yeah. that if you're going to give birth yeah. to someone female blood makes more sense it's the whole mother the mother nature idea you know yeah the mother the mother carries the child and and yes but that's like about the the ritual i think this is where it definitely for me heavily fits in with the irish folklore is that it really is focused it is nature-based the ritual Mm -hmm. when you look at it and you're watching it and you're listening to everything the guy's saying it's completely nature-based with mother nature and again like so I think when Patrick is breaking the rules in a way he is pissing off mother nature because mother nature is saying I gave you this like this is the ritual I give you to bring back your dead for three days. And now it's like, mm-hmm. you've disrespected me by breaking these mm-hmm. rules. So the consequences, I'm going to take your wife into the ground with her kind yep. of idea. So, but that was one thing I really liked that you said was the ritual itself. It was very um, detailed. Sorry. That's well, what it, <laughs> yeah. And it does like the ritual itself. I mean, what I like about it is it does look like birth. It literally looks like a birth. Yeah. Yes, um, it does. You know, right up from the 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 ending one where the wife comes back. I mean, it's yeah. essentially is the the person being pulled from a womb. Yeah. Um, and I did I did look I, I looked around trying to find out if there was some origin behind this. Um, and all I could see was that it's literally the words kept being repeated. It's based in pagan superstition, but I, I didn't uh, you know I couldn't either see anything I, specific. Yeah, I kind of I did too. I even looked it up. He calls it the ritual of the return. And I even specifically right. looked that up and I couldn't find anything. So I was trying to think like, is there something else behind it? Or did they make this up? I, or maybe they took pieces from like a bunch of different pagan rituals. So it would right. make sense because, yeah. you know, that is part of Celtic and Irish folklore. Is yeah. Right. And yeah. Some paganism, which is totally okay. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. that's the, like I said, the biggest aspect for me was the whole nature based part of of it is definitely i think very in-depth with irish folklore because it is a big like i said with the hall when i was talking about the hollow movie one of the biggest aspects of that movie is mother nature's mad like if you the guy says if you trespass upon them they trespass upon you mm-hmm. like you're angering these creatures because you're trespassing on their land right you're not you don't know you're trespassing but that's a big aspect of irish folklore is, is the whole idea and it definitely kind of coincides with um another heritage of mine which is native american we are very big on mother nature and the aspects of nature and everything's connected so i'm wondering if that's why i'm so connected to the irish side of me too is because that seems to be a big theme is everything's connected you have to respect nature you have to respect and everything's connected to Mm -hmm. each other so i'm wondering if that's something um i did have one question that was like why um why didn't they explain why um they have to be dead at least a year that was something I was kind of like I feel like just even a simple line of like they have to be dead less than a year otherwise there's dire consequences even something simple like that that was the only thing that did, wasn't explained that I was kind of like why didn't they explain it and, and then what actually happened to Alice like what was she was she like a demon now because she wasn't dead for that short amount of time she was dead longer that was the only thing I, I was the only thing about the movie I didn't not didn't like but I was really confused about was why yeah what happened it's to Alice never fully explained. Yeah, I, I but, did get the vibe that that um, Alice was in some senses a demon, whether it be 
looking at the ideas like the the, the Christian ideas or the the nature. Um, um, you know, and there's always the yin and yang of everything. There's always if if you're there's good, there's evil. If there's yep. you know, there, you know. So um, it's that it's that balance between if you don't follow the rules, this is what's going to happen. And I do feel like Alice was in that sense; she was the dark side of nature, or a demon, or whatever that would be. Um, that is that is definitely the vibe I got. Like if um, there's there's two sides that are constantly fighting, mm-hmm. and yeah. one of them wants to take over, and and can only do that if you know the the doors open basically. And that's that's kind of what I thought. Now, why why here? I don't know if that's really explained. Like at a, at a certain point, the newness goes away, or, or um, something changes. But they're very specific about that. That it has to be a year or less. Yes. And um, but yeah, that was only, that was like I said. The only thing I was confused about. The only thing I was trying to figure out. The only thing I kind of wish was a little more explained. Like I said, it could even be one line. Like we don't know what happens. We're not yeah. going to chance it. Like because right. of the laws of nature like you said that actually would be a good point like the opposites like without evil without good there is no evil without dark there's no light mm-hmm. without winter there is no summer or without without winter right. there's no spring kind of idea like you have to have all these things that tie together like just a little bit of an explanation so it's like the only thing about the movie i was not right because the, the scope is still natural this isn't you know um the exorcist this isn't demons that are yeah. possessing to try and take over the world because right. they can't go past the, the town line so yeah. whatever they're doing is happening within that town good yeah. or bad um but that that feeling of uh yes yeah, something is trying to interject itself into the world is there i feel like that happens at the end as well because that look that um he gives when you know he's about to take out that baby yeah that, that's a that's a sinister look like like this baby is the, uh, another chance for nature to do something. Yes. Uh, you know, the rule don't have your wife's baby within the three days that she returns to earth is never mentioned. <laughs> but I feel like that can't, I feel like that's got to be in there somewhere too. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of a given. Cause I yeah. yeah. What, what's you're do getting you're, like, you're getting, you're, we're giving you three days. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You get your closure and then we're, you know, back to, back to square one. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is why I definitely feel like that baby is the implication is that baby is going to be some other form of the evil side of nature. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's never really. Uh, they don't really go to. I, I can, I can, I can agree with you. That maybe a little more of an explanation was given. I yeah. do like not getting all the information. Um, a little usually, ambiguity, yeah. But a little, a little, yeah, a little ambiguity, yeah. Um, yeah. But. Uh, but yeah, it would have been nice to maybe just a little bit more to know what the full scope of what was going on. Was. Yeah, but yeah. I think you do, actually, you know, you do make a good point about the evil side of nature because there is, you know, we do have like mm-hmm. natural disasters, which are, nece- I don't know if they're necessary, but they're part of life, mm-hmm. you know, and that is an evil side of nature. They're destructive. They take out towns. They destroy things, yeah. you know, like, so that is right. an evil side of nature. So that makes sense that it would be an evil side of nature. I just wanted to know what evil side of nature it was. Like, that's all. It was like, what? Right. Yeah. What, yeah. what is like, what's actually going like, is it, on? Like, is there a uh, religious background kind of thing yeah. happening here or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was trying to look up the ritual itself was because I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out, I, I even actually started like looking in myself. So I started actually like researching specific things. So I would, they do have actual Irish demons and I'm going to pronounce this wrong. I think it's called the Bananach. It's like B-A-N-A-N-A-C-H, Bananach, something like that. They're actually Irish demons, usually female in form. 
Um, they feed on death and misery. Uh, they're attracted to bloodshed and war. They're called the shrieking demons and they're demons that fly through the air. So that's one thing I found. Mm. So I was like, well, maybe okay. that's what happens. They turn into right. this. Cause that was, so that was one thing I was looking up. Then I was trying to look up, is there anything else? And there's another one called the, I'm going to say it wrong again, the slaw, the slow. <laughs> I'm terrible with these words. It's S-L-U-A-G-H. And they're malicious spirits. You're, you're doing better than I would be doing. I- <laughs> <laughs> They're malicious spirits. They're um, taker of souls. They're considered to be rejected from heaven and hell, doomed to roam the earth forever. They feed on souls, whatever soul crosses their path. You can call to them. Um, hopelessness and a broken heart is considered a way of calling to them. Mm-hmm. So there were those two things I looked. Maybe it's supposed to be something like that. Or, you know, I just started doing my own. It does tie back into it, though, because like we said, I mean, this movie yeah. is about grief. It's about loss. It's about the yeah. broken heart. It's like the worst thing that can happen. Yes. to someone is to you know or, or definitely one of the worst things that can happen is to lose a child and yes. um how far are you willing to go for three days of closure um but it's, so i could see that i could see there being maybe a demon or an evil side that feeds off um what a person's willing to do for that yeah if they don't that, follow a certain criteria yeah. but again like you said they can't leave the town so like would the demon or this malicious spirit is the intent to just um wreak havoc on the town um or yeah. like you said they can't leave so they can't conquer the they can't world leave, right yeah it's weird so they're not there mm-hmm. like you said they're not there to conquer the world but they're there but they're coming out for a reason i mean it can always yeah. be a sequel maybe the sequel will explain more but that's the only thing i was trying to look into i can into that <laughs> yeah i could i could definitely see this one getting a sequel honestly i think this was the director's first movie too if I, remember. I think so i think you're right yeah i think yeah yeah, so, I was looking, I'm always researching stuff. I just like to mm-hmm. research as much as I can. I'm always yeah. doing that. So, but that that was definitely something I was thinking about was what could it be within Irish folklore, you know, because yeah, it mm-hmm. is, again, we go back to guilt and grief. Because like you said, as my mom always said, you should never lose a child. She's like, you're never supposed right. to outlive your children. So when right. I watch these movies or see these things, it is very heartbreaking to watch because again, how far will I go? Would I do the mm-hmm. pet cemetery? Would I bury my kid? Would I do what Wakewood did? Would I yeah. try? Would I bring my kid back for three days and then try to break the rules? It's in order to definitely keep my kid? when I was yeah when I was watching this again, I was tearing up because I was really thinking about it and yeah. um, you know, especially at that right moment, that right time when you're not quite because it it you you're never gonna get over that. You're never gonna um, you know, you're gonna go through stages, but is there a point where most of us would be like, yes, what, what do I, what do I got to do? What does it take to, to get this back, to get yeah. the, this person back? And, yeah. Um, and oh, you yeah. can see that. And then um, the, the, one of the, the things I think this movie did really well was the first couple of days after they got Alice back is like, she fell asleep in bed with her. Um, yes. You know, they got those moments back and you know, you're not, <laughs> you're not going to go to work in those three days. You know, it's no. <laughs> Absolutely um, not. And just that. And I, but that sinister undertone, like one of my favorite scenes of this movie is um, one of the ones that, that you wouldn't think so. It was the horseback riding scene, Pony, because oh, yeah. there's something sinister going on that whole time. It's tense. Like the parents are worried what happen if she falls, what's going to happen if this happens. But you know that the old lady is sitting there. It's basically a testing. She knows something's up. She knows yeah. something's wrong. She knows something's And so wrong. that whole moment. Yeah. And then that just the whole grooming sequence when she's watching her. Um, that yeah, I do love a slow burn movie that that goes crazy in the last 
the last act. Yeah. Um, this definitely is that, but it needs those moments. And I, and I, I think we did monstrous. We watched monstrous a few months ago. Um, and that one did it really well too, but these slow burns where there's just enough tension yeah. to set up, you know, Big, 20 minutes of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. She definitely knew what was going on. There is very much tension. There's, t- sorry, attention. There's tension in that scene. Yeah, I think you pick up. And on then she pulls out the abacus again. The abacus comes out and she's basically and screening she, her again. And, and she's, yeah. yeah, to see what she says. And then you're kind of like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. And I think the yeah. other thing I was thinking about too with this movie, that's a big aspect. That's probably why, um, I don't know why, I don't know, maybe it could have been a factor in everything is that this, this is also a a broken family structure. So not only did they lose a child, but it's very obvious that the parents, Patrick wants to keep the marriage together, but Louise wants to leave. Mm -hmm. So like, cause there's even a scene where he says like, well, if I do this after they find out about the ritual, he's like, well, if I do this for you, will you stay with me? Like, he's basically saying like, I want you to stay with me if I do this for you. And then before that, there was a scene where she's crying and he takes Alice's stuff. And he's like, this is turning into a dark void. You need to move on from this. And she's like, you'd replace her if you could. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what can I do to help? And he's, she's like, let me go. Like, let me go. It's not you, yeah. it's me. So already this is a broken family. Like, But then when they actually get Alice back during those three days, they, they themselves have a moment of intimacy. Yeah. So and it's very, almost like it, it brings them back. It brings together. them back together. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of interesting that there's there. I think that's where maybe part of the, what I was saying with those malicious spirits, like that hopelessness, that broken mm-hmm. heart. So not only do they, are they broken hearted because they lost a child, but their marriage is falling apart at that point too. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it, they're, they're pretty much done. And then they get this chance to get their kid back. So maybe a part of it too is like maybe in the back of their heads they're like not only are they going to get the closure they want is this going to bring them back together like because can this save our marriage idea like if we get our kid back for three days will this save us too and in a sense it did at least for that moment and then that that moment in the movie is what sets up the ending yeah because alice knows that her mom is pregnant yeah um so it, it did it did it did bring that level of connectivity back to it yeah but them. they're not happy also, about the pregnancy. No, when she, find, when no, she sees that no. she's pregnant, she's not happy. So I think that's where Louise yeah. starts to catch on something's wrong. Is that yeah. moment? Is well, she's like, yeah, the, yeah, the um, uh, dad's first line is, uh, "No, you're not." Like, right. That's his first line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, "No, you can't. You can't be. That's impossible." He says, like, "That's not. That mm-hmm. can't even happen." Right. But that moment when she takes the pregnancy test. That's when I saw in her face. She's kind of like she's catching on to something. Maybe she hasn't fully mm-hmm. caught on yet. But she knows something. Now she knows something's up. I don't know if she believes there's something up with Alice because Patrick's the one who catches on there's something with, wrong with Alice because he even says there's something wrong with Alice. Like something's right. wrong with our kid. Something's going mm-hmm. on when they find the, what, like skin dog carcass the on the front dog, lawn or yeah, something right. mm-hmm. that they just, they got or something. I think. They- well, the townspeople knew before that. The townspeople knew something because they were yeah. already up there. They're like, something went wrong. You got it. Oh, that's and, right. Uh, yes. So they actually knew before that. And then they said, if you see anything suspicious, let us know. And then the next day, the dog, the dad finds the dog. So it's they little by little, they're slowly accepting the fact that something is not right here. Right. But then it's, but then it's like the end flips. Like Patrick's the one who catches on something's wrong with Alice. Louise starts catching on something in general is wrong. Like you said, the townspeople mm-hmm. already right. knew, but in the end, it with the whole time I'm watching, I thought Louise was the one who was going to never like, be, I thought the roles were going to be flipped. I thought Patrick was the one who's going to be like, Louise, you need to stop being stupid. We're going to have to bring her back to the woods. we got to bring right. her back to the woods and be the one who's like, no, we're doing this because that's how he acted the whole time. 
mm-hmm. didn't believe the ritual in the first place. He's the one who's like, something's wrong with her. But then he's the one who, who really, I think, is the one who's the rule breaker in the end. And really, in the, of course, with the ending, he breaks them completely. But yeah. he's the one who's like really trying to push for the end, not to give Alice back to them. And Louise is the one who actually traps Alice at the wind turbines mm-hmm. because they said that's yep. the edge of our, t- that's past the edge of our town and gets Alice to follow her. And then she's the one who physically buries her in the yeah. ground. So mommy, mommy, I want to hug. I just love that line. Mommy, I yeah. just want to hug it. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And then she gets her and she, she like relives her mm-hmm. death. I think that's what it is. She relives her death. Cause she, yeah. she like remembers the same death. wounds. It was like, well, like when she was walking too. And the same yeah. thing, but yeah, same yeah, wound. The, yeah. the bite wounds and everything opened back up. Yeah. But that was one thing I did like was that the rules kind of reverse. I think, and I think that was for me, that seemed intentional that you're supposed to think that Louise is the one who's not going to mm-hmm. be the one who's like, can do it. But she's the one who in the end turns around and does it. She's, you know. And the townspeople had to hold um, Richard back too, because he was actually going to run Beeline. So yeah. what were you, what were you about to do, Richard? But the townspeople actually yeah. had to hold him back. Well, yeah, Louise, they put, and they put the thing around his neck. They actually yeah. put mm-hmm. the thing and tied his hands and were like, nope. Yeah. And then she's yep. the one who comes, buries the kid. And then in the end, she's the one who gets dragged into the ground. Yeah. yeah. And she's the one who finally tried to make things right. And then Patrick's the one who, so yeah, that was something I liked too. I just thought of that now. I was like, that was a really cool aspect of the movie was that they kind of mm-hmm. flipped it. And I think, again, it was very intentional. And again, I think it's very symbolic too, because a lot of times it's like, again, it goes back to like, you have to reverse it. So women are the, she's the one who gives birth. She's the one who gives Alice life. So she's mm-hmm. the one who's going to have to take she's the it one away. That has to, yeah. She's, she's in the end, okay. the one who's going to have to bury her and put her back in the ground. So that makes sense to me is like, again, we have to go back to the whole, you know, birth and rebirth. There's right. a life cycle. And again, she's the one who had to use her blood, the female blood to give the life. But now she's the one who mm-hmm. has to take the life and put the right. child back in the ground. So that was another but one. I do think she, she realized that they made a mistake. Like when she first looks into the house and sees the dead bodies, um, and when she sees Mary get killed, I mean, she, I think she accepted the terms that this has to stop, you know, Yeah. Um, which I think, you know, she was able, she, she had her moment, she had her closure, she realized we, we messed up yeah. and I've got to be the one to do this. I think so too. Yeah. She's the one who had, to she could have walked, she could have walked two hours from the wind turbine. Like yeah. she could have gone to her like Alice wanted, but she, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. Uh, she knew she had to walk forward and this was going to be it. Yeah, she was going to have, this was the end. This is mm-hmm. how she was going to say yeah. goodbye to her. And then again, Pat, yeah, I think, like I said, the first moment she realized maybe not something was up with Alice, but something was amiss was when she found out she was pregnant. So that's like, I think mm-hmm. if she never was pregnant, right. she probably would have ended up like Patrick. But I think that's mm-hmm. the moment that kind right. of gave her that little sense of like clarity of like, okay, townspeople are right. Something is amiss, but I don't know what right. it is. It might not be Alice. It might be something else, but something's amiss mm-hmm. now. So I think if we didn't have that moment, I think I don't think uh, Louise would have ever been able to put Alice back in the ground. I think she would have probably tried to run off with Patrick and they would have run away together trying to save their daughter. But because she had that moment. And then I think, like you said, when she sees the bodies, that's where the hard realization was. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's Mm -hmm. she's killing people. We have now I have to put her back in the ground. I have to. You know, it's no longer, I think she also realized at that point too, it's no longer her daughter because he right. did say when she comes back, that's a good goes, point. Yeah. Right. She's like, will she be my daughter? Will she be the same? Yes. She'll be living, breathing. She's just on loan, but she will, she might mm-hmm. not have all her memories, but yes, she is a physical form. She is your child. But I think when she saw the dead bodies in her mind, it go, she goes, that's not my kid. 
because no. she knows her daughter Alice would never do something like that. So this no right. longer is Alice. So I think that's where the harsh reality for her, like, again, like gut punched her and said, guess what? Yeah, you're pregnant. That's a miss. Mm-hmm. Now these people are dead. You know, it's your daughter. Now you have to go do something. Cause I think yeah. she also knew at that point, Patrick wasn't going to do anything. And that does seem like part of a bigger plan plan too, the pregnancy, because why would she get pregnant after all this time when she couldn't right. during this time when they had Alice? So that does also indicate too, like something bigger is going on here. There's some, there's some plot afoot, I guess you could say. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> something is afoot. Yes, yeah. definitely. But I think, this, yeah, I'm actually glad I watched this movie. This is really good. I enjoyed this movie a lot. I think there's a lot of good aspects in it. Mm-hmm. And again, I would definitely recommend this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the score, the score, like the, the third act score, uh, when it just really cranks up, when everything's happening, because you've never seen the one slows you for about an hour. Yeah. And then it just goes nuts. And then the score just really starts amping up. And, um, um, just the atmosphere of this one is, is, uh, I really enjoy it. And it's, and like you said, it's very isolating and isolation is mm-hmm. a very key thing in a lot of movies too, is because that ice, but the isolation <clears throat> also isn't so like, but at least the town is a community. Again, it's not like a malicious thing. It's not like wicker man where there's like evil intentions behind right. the town. Like, yes, belief, but right. That there's this mm-hmm. like evil and not evil maybe not evil intent but malicious intent and manipulation behind their motives like you said midsummer and wicker man this town is a community and stays together and i think one of the reasons why they stay together is because of this ritual they can do to bring their loved ones back for the three days but newcomers all they feel is that isolation of like i'm alone here because i'm new I don't know anyone. And we all, I think we've all probably The been problem there. with bringing the out-of-towners in is they just don't get the full picture. <laughs> exactly. Like when we tell you, you got rules to follow. We mean you got rules to follow. Exactly. Follow the <laughs> rules. It's as simple as that. And again, I, I really do. I think Arthur is actually probably one of my favorite characters. Didn't I love he, him. Is yeah. he the same? He's the one who played, what was it? Peter Pettigrew and Harry, Harry Potter. Potter right? Yeah. I thought yeah. so. Okay. I, yeah. I, I kept looking at him and I was like, that looks like I also I know him from the assistant in uh, Sweeney Todd too. Sweeney Todd musical. Oh yes, I saw, okay, I saw uh, Sweeney Todd. So yes, he's in that yeah. one too. Yeah, but yeah. I just I kept yeah, staring yeah. at him. I'm like, yep. I know that guy, but I, he's probably my favorite character because, like I said, he's not evil. He really does have heart behind this ritual. He really does mm-hmm. want to give people a closure, and and I don't think he's really asking much in return. And I don't think it's him asking. I think part of the ritual, the rules to the ritual, is you have to stay in Wakewood. I think if it was up to him he would say, yeah, right. go on and live your life. Mm-hmm. But th- in order to get this, in order for this ritual to work, you have to stay in Wakewood. But right. the upside is we're a community. We all are there for each other. We've all pretty much experienced this and we take care of each other, but there's no malicious intent behind it. He's very like, when the part where he's actually talking to them and telling them, I can bring your daughter back. That part made me want to cry because I'm thinking, God, yeah, I would, there wouldn't even be a question really no like, right I would just immediately be like yes please mm-hmm. god give me my daughter back right. even if it's for yep. three days i just want her back like i want my kid mm-hmm. back but his whole Which, like i said that, that 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 element of it is still that whole heartbreaking side of it too is that, that in the back of your mind you still know you get three days which i think right. is why this film really works because as much as we want that like i said i wouldn't even think twice about it. yeah absolutely let's do this but you're always going to know in the back of your head that you've got to say goodbye again i think that that one really that one hit me hard it yeah. does. Yeah, it hits hard. But I asked also about it is that the townspeople come to you, though, at least in that third day, you're not alone. 
Like right. they all come and they're banging their sticks and they're doing the and the you know the I guess put back in the ground ritual is what I would say. Mm-hmm. And they're banging their sticks. So you're like you have to put that thing around the person. They're all together with you. It's not like they tell you by right. the way you, you have to go in the woods and bury your kid by yourself or bury your loved one by yourself because you have to be alone. They all come to you and go, okay, it's time to do this, and they march with you to the woods. And again, they stay a community and they stay together and they help you through that process, the entire process from mm-hmm. start to finish. And again, Arthur's there the whole time being the conductor of it. So right. again, I really liked his character because he's he's kind and he wants to do this to help somebody. And then in the end, they don't leave you alone to do it. Yeah. Again, because you're again, you're losing your kid you're losing your loved one again in this a sense, second time. A child yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Why would they leave you alone? Let's be right. there for them. And that's another aspect I like about this movie is that even at that third day, which is hard, like, you know, you only get three days. Part of you is probably hoping for more, but the town comes to you and says, okay, this is going to be hard. We've all been there. You're going to have to lose your kid again. We're going to help you through this and may bring them to the place right. and help them put away. So at least, like I said, there's no like evil intent behind it. There's no maliciousness. There's no like, we're doing this to keep you in Wakewood for our own evil plans. So it's not, right. like, usually that's what it is. It's always something. There's always yeah. There's evil there's behind it something nefarious going on with these right with these rituals, but not here. Yeah. No. The, the is- thing I want to see though, maybe this maybe this is a, a deleted scene. I don't know, but the the conversation I want to see is Patrick going back to Arthur after all this and going, "Look, I know things didn't work out last time, and the body count was a little high." <laughs> But can we do this one more time? I promise, promise, promise. I'll, I'll follow the rules this time. I will follow the rules this time. Yeah, he, he, And we bring he, Louise back. Yeah. Right. Tee hee. Like, okay, yeah. one more time, but that's all you get. Ar- and, you know, and you know Arthur would, because he's a nice person. He would, yes, yes. He would, and that's why I said Arthur is probably my favorite character in the entire movie, because he is just a good mm-hmm. soul. He's a good, yeah. kind soul. He's a good person. And he just wants yeah. to help. I people. love that moment when they're in their house talking and they, they pans back and Alice is standing in the house. He's basically like, you need to get out of here. Like, I just <laughs> love that moment. Yeah. He knows what's up. He knows yeah. something. Mm-hmm. He, I think he probably, I think mm-hmm. in a way he kind of knew because I was, wa- I was rewatching the ritual scene again today. Cause I want to make sure I saw it correctly. And there's like a, a quick moment almost like there's this, I want to say this weird, like gleam in his eye when alice is being birthed out and he's like okay here she comes here she comes they he gives this weird look i want to say if i remember correctly and it's almost like as he's pulling her out he knows right from the beginning right from the beginning there's something off because he's done this how many times Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't catch that but i'll go back and watch it now actually it's weird it's like very quick it's just the way he kind of i mean maybe it's nothing maybe it's just the way the actor decided to show his face but he's like pulling around he's just kind of like has this like very blank yeah kind of like fade you have me curious like, now i want to go you check know what i mean it's, it's, it's there's no he knew something a, like, yeah i guess a gleam in the eye was the wrong thing um because i'm probably yeah. still thinking about the thing from last night it was more like there was just <laughs> no probably there was really no expression in his face as he's pulling her out so right. it made me think he already knows because he's done this so many times that he can he tell if something's not right he yeah. could tell from the moment he's pulling that kid out there's something kind of mm-hmm. something went wrong with the ritual yeah done it so many times but maybe in the back of his mind he's thinking no no this you know i've done this a hundred times there's nothing wrong i'm just 
overthinking it this time or something, but there's this really. But something triggered in the townspeople though. Some conversation or something triggered because they did know on that first day. Because the old lady even said to her, basically, you're not a child or something like that. She's like, why would you say that? Yeah. She's like, what are you? Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, rewatch it. You'll see. I think you'll see what I yeah, mean. Yeah, I want to go pulling, back and check that like out and see if there pulling, was As he's yet. pulling around, he's even saying something like, here she comes. And he, it's just this very blank expression. Like you would think he's yeah, giving yeah. rebirth. He's rebirthing someone. There'd be some kind of expression, at least like something mm-hmm. like, okay, this is happening or a smile or I'm giving. And compare it to the end where he pulls out Louise to see if there's a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, it's just, it's kind check. of, it's, it's just an interesting yeah. little quick thing I noticed today. And I was like, he knew from the beginning. But maybe he tried to ignore it because, you know, he is giving these people back mm-hmm. his kid, maybe give the kid a chance. But, you know, he knew something. And then, like you said, the townspeople. So something had to have happened. Maybe he said something like maybe he mm-hmm. mentioned something like, you know, usually this happens when I do this. Ritual. Something was weird this time, gang. He yeah. said he was like, something's yeah. off. Yeah, something's not right, everyone. <laughs> so we need to figure this out. Something's we got we to gotta keep an eye on this. And they did. They tried to get her back that for the second night. So they yeah. were already trying to get her back. Um, they said no, that something's wrong. Yes. Um, but then they backed off. He's like, if you see something else unusual, you need to let me know. Yeah, he gave him. I think he so. was giving the maybe giving the parents a chance to. Yeah. Because sometimes to, you to, have you have to be the one who realizes. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. like a hard right. lesson you have to learn. That's another good point too, because the townspeople knew something. They they already knew. They could have just come and taken her and said, "All right, game over. We tried. This didn't work." But right. they didn't. They gave the parents a shot to to make, make the right, right choice. choice. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, and, and I'm also thinking too, it, can the townspeople really bury the loved one? Like, isn't That's true. it? Yeah. Like, does, I think right. maybe they have to be, I feel like can they it has to drive be her out of town or anything. Like just like put her in a car and just go for the town line. I don't know. But, right. But I just, I'm like, they did yeah. want to take her away, but I'm like, could they really have taken her away? Is That's that why true. they gave the parents yeah. a chance? It's because they know That's we true. can't they bury her. Yeah. They're the ones who wanted, the, they're the reason the kids back or the, loved ones back they have to be the one to put them back in the ground right give them that chance and then in the end like i said louise does make the choice she does start to realize mm-hmm. it i'm very and then she was the one i didn't think would and then patrick's the yeah. one who yeah at the very end doesn't learn his lesson no he's gonna do it again and now we're gonna yeah. have demon babies running around yeah them. well <laughs> I'm going to put that back on the Lakewood people because you should have maybe suspected this wasn't going to go well again, Lakewood. Come on. Right. But did, you know, clearly, clearly Patrick is not your guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. But did they know she was going to be pregnant when she came out? I just thought no, that, I like, did. I, I did wonder about that. Like, I, that, I that just thought that right now. I'm like, did they think that she would be pregnant because she, when she came out? She wasn't showing, obviously, nope. when she died. No. Nope. But when she was back, she was. So how that how'd that work out? Yeah, yeah, because I don't think they told anyone. They just told each other. Alice mm-hmm. knew. She didn't tell anyone. She told Patrick. They're the only ones who knew. So yeah, wouldn't be yeah. Pull- I, wouldn't mean, it, the, I mean, I mean, pregnancy is full on supernatural. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. when Arthur yeah. suspects something when he pulls out at Louise and she's full blown like fully nine right. months pregnant. Like wouldn't unless that like, all yeah. happened within a day, like maybe it expedited, like from day one to day two or something, a couple hours. Boom. I. Maybe I don't know, I mean, but I, if I was Arthur, I would have been like, "Uh, Patrick, something's off." Everything like, is suspicious point. about that pregnancy. Let's be honest. yeah, right. <laughs> like maybe this shouldn't. Be, I, I probably wouldn't have given her back to Patrick if I had yeah. seen that. If I was Arthur, but that's not, I wasn't Arthur, right. so that's just me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I actually just now that I think I actually talked about most of the stuff I really wanted to talk about, which was the grief and okay. oh, there was actually one thing I t- I said 
that I wanted to talk about really quick was I it's right at the beginning of the movie it was something I thought kind of mimicked like history is the whole idea of like trying to start anew so like they're going to this town of Wakewood in a way to start fresh but I think in a way they're also running away from their problems and they're not actually facing their problem which is dealing with the guilt and grief of losing their child and that's always something I I know from actual experience in my life running away is never Mm -hmm. the answer it's not going to solve anything so like right away it's like that's something I I was thinking about and noticed right at the beginning was like they're actually running away from their problems like in their mind I think they think oh let's let's move to Wakewood um it'll save our marriage um we'll get over the grief of our child everything will be happy because we're moving away Mm -hmm. but in the end it's like they ran right into a solution yes yeah Yeah. and it didn't really work out so that was another thing I was thinking about too right that's definitely a big aspect because that's kind of what plays into the movie is like if they hadn't run away and maybe dealt with their grief and dealt with what they needed to do which was you know if they hadn't gone to Wakewood yeah right Right. then none of this would have happened but they Mm -hmm. went to Wakewood for a reason and I think the reason was they thought if they could move away from where it happened they could start new and everything would be better but the truth is when you run away from your problems or you run away from the things you're not trying that you are refusing to face they're going to follow you Mm -hmm. anyways and that's exactly what happened in this movie it followed them to the point their daughter is brought back and then kills a bunch of people so Uh it's like so that was actually one of the including one of the principal characters right from the beginning yeah yeah Yeah. so it's just another aspect it's again you know Yeah. It's a good movie. I'm really glad I. Yeah. I am. You suggested it, so I remember I gave you a list of movies I wanted to you, do, and you were like, "You well, gave me a list." Really and I said, yeah, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay." And then I read about it, and I was like, "Huh? Okay, this is definitely one I would like." I think so, there were three on your list that I had seen, but this is the one that stuck out that I would really want to talk about. I mean, oh, good. Um, yeah. No, I'm glad yeah. I watched it. It was good. That's like because I had never seen The Hollow before. I've never seen this movie. Mm-hmm. The next one I'm going to do, I haven't seen. There's only one movie I'm doing this month that I've seen. And that's leprechaun so yeah right yes you know yeah, so the other yeah. ones i haven't seen so this is kind of fun being able to see these are movies. you just doing the first leprechaun or the series just, just the first one, one. Yeah. yeah just because you know leprechauns are a huge huge aspect of like irish folklore oh yeah I mean, yeah I, I mean of course i'm gonna talk more about it so but yeah. this one right yeah this is good i'm glad you got me i'm to watch glad it. you liked it i'm glad you liked it i, I was hoping. no it was really good <laughs> So is there anything else you wanted to say about the movie before we wrap everything up? No, I think we covered everything. I think we, I think so we hit on yeah. oh, this, this. This was a hammer film, by the way. It was like, yes, the, I read that. Yeah. Um, that this is the mm-hmm. hammer. was like they, trying to start out, not start. They over, rebooted but. hammer. And this was like their first one that they, that they did. Yeah. Yeah. I remember reading that. Cause I read some reviews cause I was just going through them. Cause I like to read my reviews, but I was going through them and I, said, yep. I was like, Oh, that's actually mm-hmm. really, really interesting. So I guess my last question for you, and it's totally off subject of Wakewood, but okay. Jeffrey Combs, yay or nay? What do you think of him? Jeffrey Combs? He's 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 a badass. He's the best. <laughs> Love Jeffrey. He's actually like an hour away from me right now. What? And you're not over he's there? In, I, I just, yeah, this, this one was hard to get to. He's actually uh, at Monster Mania, where I did get to hang out with Sarah, by the way. Woohoo! Was and her daughter. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, he's actually uh, there in Barbara Crampton, but just a combination of of how much I spent back then, and <laughs> um, I've given myself a release date of June for Stabby Rose. So I just really want to keep plowing, and no, it was okay. it just felt it felt like a lot to go this time. But that's November, okay. I'm back. Yes, me too. I'm going in November too. We'll meet up again. We, so we only, no, we only know ask. one guest so far. <laughs> Robert England is the only one we know. 
Yeah. And uh, Corey Taylor, the lead singer of Slipknot. Oh, yes, right. He's going to be right. there, too, so I'm pretty excited. Yay! Now, I just want to ask, I haven't covered a Jeffrey Combs movie in a while, so I just had to kind of throw him in there. Been a while. Well, I just watched I just watched Reanimator the other day for reasons. Oh, yeah. For reasons, if you know anything yeah. about me, if you know anything about me, you know that if I'm working on something, I always watch the movie. Yes. I got Jot down my notes, and yep, my little got jokes to, and stuff. So got to get some info. So, 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 and then someone goes, "What was it?" Uh, uh, my friend Kiki goes, "Oh, have you never seen this before?" Oh no, no, Kiki, I've seen Rian. Yeah. If right. I'm watching a movie that I've seen a hundred times before, there's a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh great! Yay! Now I just wanted to ask because, like I said, I haven't uh, talked about him in a while, so. No, I, I love Jeffrey to... Combs. Uh, Frighteners, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Love him in Frighteners. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Reanimator Reanimator is my top one, but I'm also a big fan of. Dr. Oh yeah, Mordred. yeah. Mm-hmm. Doctor Mordred. I'm like that. He the- actually. Yeah. He but- sticks out. Um, there was Twilight Zone had three separate series. There was the original, the '80s, and then they briefly tried one in early 2000. And one of the episodes in the early 2000s was called the Placebo Effect. He was in that, and I absolutely love it. like that. That role still sticks out of my head. Really? If I- you love Jeffrey Combs, if you can, like, I think it might be on YouTube. I'll uh, Twilight Zone, the placebo effect. Yeah. All right. He's actually really good in that. Okay. I'll have to see that. Yeah. And the, and and the twist, and the twist is great. Well, they do have good twists. I haven't seen a Twilight yeah. Zone in so long, but yeah, my other one, like mm-hmm. I said, was Dr. Mordred. I'm like, that's yeah, the Dr. Yeah. Strange movie the world really did. Deserve. Right. Right. I'm sorry. I, but... be- I believe MST is doing it this season. Same. Oh. Cool. Yeah. So for those who don't know, MST is actually back with a new season because of the Kickstarter. Oh. Cool. I guess I will wrap it up for today. Uh, thank okay. you for joining me here on Sinful Slayer's Horror Menagerie. Again, I'm your thank host, you Harrison. And yes, thank you for coming on the show, Jeff. I really appreciate it. Yay. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thanks. I appreciate it. Oh, good. Yay. Thank you for um, sticking around as both of us discuss horror history, psychology, and mental health within horror movies. Again, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. And I just want to remind everybody that there's a horror movie out there for everyone to enjoy. So thank you.